welcome Ashley to the first episode of season two of the Shiro's Project. I think that your story is just so inspirational and it can help other young women who may be facing gender discrimination or any kind of challenges in their careers or in education. Hearing your story will just help them realize that there are ways to overcome that and that they're not alone going through that. And so we're so excited to have you here today. Um, and yeah, let's just get started if you're ready. All right, sounds good. I'm excited to be here too. Great. So just to get us going, um, I'd love if you could share a little bit about your background and your journey and just what motivated you to pursue civil engineering and what brought you to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in Florida and at first I was actually interested in architectural engineering and Florida State gave me a scholarship to create my own program to pursue civil engineering and architecture together. Uh, as time went on, I actually developed more of an interest in software and so I pivoted and instead of doing architectural engineering, I actually uh, did a directed independent study with the Florida Department of Transportation where I built tools to help engineers build structures like box culverts. Um, uh, upon graduation, I took a job with PricewaterhouseCoopers doing management consulting focused on technology and uh, was really interested in strategy and hit a point in my career where I couldn't continue until I had a business background. So I got an MBA from the Wharton School of Business. And from there, I uh, continued in strategy, took a job with the Boston Consulting Group uh, based in San Francisco doing strategy consulting and developed a client base on the East Coast and got tired of taking the red eye to New York. Uh, so I started reflecting on the clients that I really enjoyed the most, uh, and they were the financial services clients. Mm -hmm. So when there was an opportunity at Charles Schwab to do a combination of strategy and operations and product management, uh, I, I jumped and I took that. I worked with Schwab for about 10 years doing product strategy, and I was the, uh, the chief of staff of the bank for a while as well. And toward the end of my time at Schwab, I became really interested in digital payments. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when an opportunity came up at Visa in the CyberSource division to, to focus on digital payments, um, I jumped at the chance and created a, a strategy team there and am now in a different role as the deputy general manager of our acquirer enablement practice. Wow. Um, so yeah, every few years I've had an opportunity to do something a little bit different and uh, even, even within companies, which, uh, which I think is a really fantastic thing. So who are the three people that you feel have been the most influential towards your success and why? Uh, yeah, so I, the first one would be uh, is my Aunt Barbara. So I, when I was, my mom passed away when I was 10, and my, my Aunt Barbara was really one of the main female uh, role models that I had after that. She was a successful businesswoman. She encouraged my interest in STEM and encouraged me to go to school for engineering. Uh, she also was the one who encouraged me to go get an MBA when, when it was time. So she's definitely one. Uh, when I was in undergrad studying engineering, uh, Dr. Spainauer was the only female structural engineering professor. And, uh, and so she actually uh, was a role model for me and also just helped me get through the program and helped me you know, face various challenges there as well. Um, and I'd say during my career, you know, it's, it's hard to pick just three. But, uh, but during my career, I, uh, when I worked with the CEO of Schwab Bank, his name is Paul Woolway, uh, he was really helpful for me in, uh, in helping me to realize that, 
you know, I had a point of view and that, you know, even though I, my point of view was often different from the others in the room that I was hearing, that it's valuable for me to voice that point of view. And, and he helped me to really develop my authentic leadership style. I think that's really um, important and interesting to hear about the different people who have influenced who you are right now, um, even more than the three that I asked for. So thank you. Kind of along that vein, I mean, you were studying civil engineering at a time when it was definitely less common to see females in STEM fields than it is now. And so what were some of the challenges that you faced as a female studying engineering at that time? Uh, yeah, I was, um, well, uh, I'll start off by saying there weren't that many women in my program, and sometimes I was the only woman in, one, in some of my classes. Uh, I'd say one of, the, one of the first challenges that I experienced was uh, in doing homework, actually. So we were encouraged to do homework together as groups, and so I had a, a male classmate, and I did our homework together, and, uh, and we turned in our assignments that looked exactly the same with the exact same answers, but he got an A and I got a B. And I thought, oh. well, that's, that's kind of strange. And, uh, and so I, I actually, from then on, stopped putting, writing my full first name on my papers. I just put my first initial and my last name, and suddenly I started getting better grades. It was a little odd. Uh, we didn't have a term for unconscious bias back then, mm -hmm. um, but I'm fairly certain that's probably what I was experiencing uh, with homework. That's crazy. I mean, do you have any other stories? Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll start, you know, with the, you know, the, the term discrimination. I'll say, you know, I, I, what I encountered is, is probably trivial in comparison with what people of color face every day. Um, but I, you know, I had classmates who didn't want me there, who told me that my role was to be barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen and that I was taking the, the spot of some you know, deserving man who deserved to be there. And, uh, you know, and it was, it was frustrating, um, but, you know, it wasn't, it, it wasn't the end of the world. And it actually, instead of discouraging me and, and driving me into a different major, it actually fired me up because I wanted to do better. I wanted to be better. Um, and I wanted to beat, you know, I wanted to be better than those people who were telling me that I didn't deserve to be there. I wanted to get better grades than they did and yeah. show them that I was, you know, that I deserved it. That's great. I mean, it's tough to face these challenges, but as you say, if it can drive us to do better things and to overcome it by just rising above, then that can actually be a good thing, I think. Yeah, and so something along those lines um, is what is one thing you wish you had known when you had begun your career? Um, and following up on that, what are some resources that have helped you get to where you are? Yeah, so I, uh, when I began my career, I, I really wish that I had known what my strengths were and, and that, I, that I had the courage and the confidence as well to embrace my strengths and really use them. And I, you know, when you, when you embrace your strengths, you work becomes much easier, much more engaging and, you know, and, and you, you have the confidence to, to do more and be more. And, you know, I think it really wasn't until in, in the working world, it wasn't until my chief of staff role where I was in a role where I was you know, using my strengths 80 to 90% of the time. And it was, it was a role that came naturally to me. It came easily. And, uh, and I, was, I was fortunate, Charles Schwab actually uh, you know, let me take Clifton Strengths Finders so I could actually understand what my strengths were, which led to me uh, going into the chief of staff role. And, uh, and so I think since then, I've really focused on, you know, what are the areas where I excel? 
And I think so many times we focus on what are the things that I'm really bad at and how can I get better? And, and strengths uh, helps you to focus on what comes naturally and, and helps you to understand there are going to be things that maybe you're not so great at. And, and there are other people on your team that are really amazing at that. And so how can you work together with them so that they're doing the things that they're really good at and you're doing the things that you're really good at and you succeed together as a team? Yeah, that's so important, I think. So, um, so yeah, so I'd say, you know, in, in answer to your resources, you know, the, you know, strengths or similar, you know, like similar assessments to understand, you know, where you excel. Um, and then having coaches and mentors as well. So, you know, the ability to, you know, to, to, to have people who can help you to, to grow and develop and, and to run ideas by them. Because as I mentioned uh, with, you know, with, Paul, I, you know, I, I finally realized, because I, I knew I thought differently than most people in most rooms, and I always thought that there was something wrong with me as a result, and it was Paul who helped me to realize that, no, that's, that's actually a really good thing, and, and I have something to add, and so I, I wish, uh, you know, I wish I had known that earlier as well, so that I would have had the confidence to speak up earlier in my career. Yeah, yeah. I think that that point is really important, especially for young women today to kind of work with mentors to see what resources you can use and where your strengths really lie. So I think that that's really important. So veering a little bit, do you have any other advice for young women who are studying engineering and also for those who may be feeling imposter syndrome or out of place in the STEM world because of their gender? Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, I'd say, um, so first, first and foremost, uh, you know, if you're if you're thinking about getting a degree in computer science or engineering, absolutely do it. Um, if you if you can't major in it, get a minor in it. Um, it's something that the analytical problem solving skills. I I have a degree in engineering, and I'll I'll admit I never designed a building or a bridge after college. Um, but the analytical problem solving skills are amazing, and I still use them. Um, I still use my the coding skills that I picked up as well. Um, while I'm not doing, I'm not writing code, I occasionally have to pick up technical documents and it helps me to understand things and it helps me relate to engineers a whole lot better. Um, so definitely, you know, pursue it, get a, get a major or a minor in, um, in STEM. Uh, I'd say, you know, if you're facing imposter syndrome, know that you're valued, know that you deserve to be there, you know, even when it feels like you don't, and especially when it feels like you don't, because if someone's making you feel uncomfortable, that's on them. That's not on you. They probably feel threatened because you're as good as or even better than they are. Um, so know that. Uh, and I'd say have um, have a, a one friend who's a voice of reason as well. So this is the friend that like I can't sing to save my life. This is the friend who will tell me you cannot sing. Do not start a side hustle with you know singing like just don't do it. Uh, while all my other friends are like, oh, sing right you know this is the one friend who says Ashley trust me you can't sing <laughs> but she's also the voice of reason when I'm doubting myself and uh, and because I know she tells me the truth um, if I'm having you know if, if, if I'm doubting myself about something and maybe I shouldn't apply for a job she's the person who says you should absolutely apply for that job you've got it it's it's yours you know that that job is was made for you go get it Right. So have that friend that's a voice of reason when you're having self-doubt. Um, and then I'd say, lastly, amplify other women as well when you can. So, you know, it, it's 
sometimes, you know, particularly in a business setting, you know, I'll be in a, a meeting where a woman will make a really amazing point and nobody hears it. Uh, and so, you know, if I want to reiterate that, um, and, you know, I, I'll, I'll amplify it and I'll say, you know, uh, and I'll just say, you know, as Nishka said earlier, and then repeat what, what Nishka said, right? And so then it helps to, it helps to give that person the spotlight. It helps their ideas to, to be heard more. And, uh, and if we do that for each other, I think we, um, I think we can excel. That's a great point. Yeah. Um, and I know that we've focused a lot today on kind of the challenges that you faced, but I wanted to also quickly ask, what was the best part, do you think, about studying engineering? Um, what was your favorite part or what do you think it gave you today that otherwise you wouldn't have? Ah, uh, engineering gave me the, um, I, in some ways, gave me a lot of confidence. It, I got to work on some really interesting projects and do things that were seemingly impossible. So as a civil engineer, we worked on fun projects. Like there was a, a concrete canoe competition every year, right? And it's, you know, and, and, and they actually float, right? You think a, con, a, a canoe made out of concrete, that makes absolutely no sense. But, you know, but you get to do all of these really zany things and try out uh, you know, try things and, and make them work. Like we, we made canoes that floated and we raced them, uh, you know, made out of concrete. Uh, but yeah, I think just doing, doing things like that was, it was fun. It was challenging and it gave me confidence uh, mm -hmm. to, to know that I, you know, I can do things even when it seems like it's impossible. That's amazing. I mean, speaking for myself, I know that studying computer science and being able to talk to people about things that otherwise I might not know. It definitely gives you confidence to go put yourself out there and just say that I have a voice and I know what I'm yeah. saying and you should listen to me. So yeah. you can definitely. Absolutely. I'd say, you know, I, I think it's amazing that you guys are doing this series and, uh, and yeah, keep, keep it up. I think this is fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, yeah. thanks so much for being here today. I really learned a lot from talking to you. Um, I hope that everybody who's listening to this and watching this can also learn a lot. Great. All right. Thanks. Take care.